Hi, I'm Nikki Pack, and this is Management Mumbles. Welcome to Management Mumbles, a collection of thoughts on topical news in the workplace, along with tools, tips, and strategies to support you in your career and turn the rat race into a happy place. If you sound, if you like the sound of this, subscribe and let us know your thoughts and comments in the feedback. So this week, we are talking about quiet quitting. Now, I'm going to apologise. Um, I have got a cold. Who doesn't at the moment? Um, but that will be why you can hear my the sound is a little bit off. So I do apologise. Um, but yes, this week, from the social media platform that brought us trending dances, throwing cheese slices on a baby's face and singing along to That's Not My Name, TikTok are now trending the idea of quiet quitting. Initially, I wasn't going to mention it because quiet quiet quitting isn't a new concept and I am loving how the younger generation are taking it as their own. But I actually think this has a lot to say about the working world. In today's age, where it is all the rage to own your own seven-figure business, again, thank you, social media, The reality is that a job isn't a dirty word. A job can give you security, it can give you dollars, it can give for a pension, it can give you a break from your children, it can give you your work bestie, and it can actually be something that you love. The idea of quiet quitting and only working your designated hours shouldn't be seen as a bad thing, because it's not being lazy. It's just setting boundaries that work for you. Maybe you're really excited working on a particular project and want to work more hours that week. Then once the project's completed, maybe come in late the following week. Maybe this is the time for people to work smarter, not longer, and take ownership of their work and time. For a lot of us, we started work without being attached to a mobile phone. Then we were given work phones, which you could turn off at the end of the day, or at least that's what I was doing. And now 20 years later, gone are the Blackberries, where it was almost a status symbol. And actually, for a lot of us, we access our work emails and calls from personal phones and computers. We log on at all times of day like an addict to answer that email or pick up that piece of work, then act like we don't have any control over it. But we have always had control. If we had set boundaries in the first place, we wouldn't even be in this mess to begin with. I remember working for a law firm in the UK and getting my contract and without thinking was quite happy to sign out of the EU working time directive, which for those of you not in the EU, um, basically says I'm happy to work over 48 hours a week, even though I was getting paid for 37.5 hours and I didn't get paid overtime. So why did I do it? Well, because everybody else did. I then remember remember hiring in a team member who had just graduated and she questioned it. I didn't have an answer. I just said, that's what we do here. Looking back, I should have raised it. And this is where we have ourselves to blame, right? Putting in boundaries shouldn't be a new thing. It shouldn't be going viral on TikTok. But it should be something that companies now realise they should pay their staff for the hours they do. But also work isn't out of our control. We can decide where we work what we do, and how much of of it that we do. 
If an employee cannot get the work done in that time, then it needs to be a conversation, possibly prompted by the employee. Because I can't imagine many employers or bosses wanting to discuss extra headcount. But working above and beyond and then feeling demotivated is something that we as employees actually do need to take ownership for. Because the moment we normalise knowing our worth and having those conversations, then the quicker we can remove this stigma of you are made to work and it's out of your control. It sounds ridiculous when you say it out loud, doesn't it? So with all that in mind, I wanted to share this week's podcast with you. And I apologise firstly to, uh, to Merritt Moore, who I interviewed back in 2020 and had not released this episode until today. So... Merritt, I'm so sorry that this has been sitting in the archives for as long as it has. Merritt Moore, or should I say Dr. Merritt Moore, is a ballerina, a quantum physicist, and a graduate of the University of Oxford and Harvard University. So Merritt works to combine her interest in physics and ballet through her research and dedication in both the arts and the sciences. She works hard, but she also loves what she does. And so I wanted to share her remarkable story because I wanted to reignite the excitement of working, the enjoyment of having a career that links with your passion, and to know that it is possible because you are the creator of it. Now, as I say, as always, I love to hear your comments and your feedback. Um, So yeah, let me know, like, share, subscribe. Um, And let me know what it is. Are you a quiet quitter now or are you someone that still has a passion for the work that you do?